0: Live from America. We're listening to the hip hop patriot. Jeremy Arrow. Live from America. We're listening to the hip-hop patriot.
1: Done just like with social media and done with all these things for a while I, didn't know I can get better <laughs> because <laughs> I've never I've never experienced such hate in my life <laughs> and I don't know how I don't know how people are supposed to deal with it <laughs> like I I think I finally just broke today but. I don't, I don't know what to do, like, I, I hate my life so much right now, and, this, this sad thing, is that, like, like, I'm getting attacked from both sides so hard, and I'm just a dude, like, I'm just a guy, I'm trying to just do the right thing, I just want to share my story, but I want to tell people what's going on, and then, but, it's like you can't say anything now with the way things are and like I just don't know what to do anymore and I'm like I've been so suicidal the past couple weeks and like I've just been trying so hard to just get through this whole thing and just try to get better and then like I don't know going to DC and seeing the people that are injured and like, I'm lucky that I'm, I'm probably going to be okay physically, but I don't know emotionally anymore because, and you know, I have a lot of love and support and I appreciate that, but it's so hard to just be constantly berated by people all the time just for trying to share my story. And like, all I've tried to do this whole time is advocate for a conversation, I'm not trying to tell you what to do or tell you what not to do. I'm just saying, here's a data point that you can look at and factor into your decision, because I will tell you right now that, like, my life has completely changed. And I've lost friends. I've lost family members. I've lost all of these things just by going through this situation. And, like, I got, I got vaccinated tried to do my part. And, you know, I got injured, which sucks. And it's a rare thing, right? But it doesn't feel rare when it happens to you. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> what you just
0: heard there was a video testimony from a 29-year-old mountain bike national title champion Kyle Warner who was just diagnosed with pericarditis and more after taking the Pfizer vaccine. He is now his career in mountain biking in at least in um, competition is completely over. His career is completely over ladies and gentlemen let me read to you uh professional mountain bike racer kyle warner took pfizer and ended up with pericarditis and reactive arthritis which put an end to his career in competition he's been told that he's been sacrificed for the greater good his message where there is risk there should be choice. And I don't disagree. But even worse than that, folks, at least he's alive. At least he has the blessings of breath in his lungs, eyesight, hearing, and just the, the, the opportunity to be alive. But what's worse than the fact that his career is over and that he has this new um, physical ailment because of a vaccine that's supposed to be healthy that was fast-tracked and this is why we're experiencing this kind of stuff what is worse than that is the way people are treating him because he was invited to tell his story about what happened as part of a an investigation into adverse reactions coming from moderna j and j And Pfizer, he was invited to talk about his story for science, for the better of everybody. And when he did that, he got attacked so badly, which led him to that video that I just showed you. Ladies and gentlemen, I know we poke fun of people here on Live From America. I know that. I get that. But we never do it with evil intent. We never do it maliciously and we never bully. That is something that this world has gotten all too um, okay with. It's all too commonplace nowadays for people to just get on somebody's social media thread or even in person and destroy them and tear them down all for trying to do something right. And then having something bad happen, and then trying to do something right again because of what bad happened, and then just get tore down. And you've seen it also in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial this week. People online, the, the, the people have gotten so rude and so mean to each other. Where is the United States of America? Where is our fellow Americans, our fellow brothers and sisters in this country and in Christ? Why do we feel the need to tear somebody down over a political agenda when his career has been destroyed? And now, ladies and gentlemen, he just said it. Physically, I'll be fine. Yeah, I won't be able to compete, but physically, I'm fine. But it's the emotional, um, it's the emotional stress and anxiety that I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life after people on both sides just have tore me down and my family down. We need Christ more than ever, ladies and gentlemen. We really do. Poking fun, having a good time, having a political bias, having an opinion like I have on this show. After I give you the facts and then I give you my opinion on it, that's one thing. Tearing somebody down and destroying their lives, that's another thing. Folks, welcome to Live from America. Today is November 12th, year of our Lord 2021. I am your ever so humble, God fearing, and God loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire. I am very honored to be able to broadcast for you every single day of the week. God bless you, and thank you so very much for giving me the time, the time of your day, your support, whether it be through shares on social media or financially if you're able to do so. It is an honor. To be put in this position by all of you, and I would ask you if you could all say prayers for my family right now. Um, We have had a lot of sickness running rampant through our house, as you're going to have this time of year, Um, but uh, it's gotten a little worse for my family. It's it's getting a little better, and then it's started taking a a turn for the worst, um, because now it's either progressed into bronchitis or pneumonia with a few people in my family, and uh, uh, hence that reason uh, there will only be one show today, because uh, I have by the graces of god i still have not gotten sick but every everybody else in my family including my pets i think have have uh come down with some nasty nasty stuff so i just wanted to uh ask for your prayers and thank you very much for your understanding and your patience um you know as i as i uh tend to my duties as a father very much unlike gavin Newsom, who uh, i think lied about that yesterday uh <laughs> i'd also like to ask for prayers um Ladies and gentlemen, for uh, for um, Shelly Shelly Rap- Re- Uh ask for prayers for Shelly Laposa, and uh, I'd also like to uh, say a happy birthday to Douglas Cowgill. Happy birthday to you and to eight-year-old Kelly. God bless you, and and uh, I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Have a happy birthday, and just enjoy and meditate the, on the good things in life. I think that's what we need to do. I'd also like to thank Sophia Top. God bless you very much. I'd also like to thank Sandra Duvall. God bless you, and thank you all very much. It's 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 uh it's very much appreciated when I get something in the mail from you guys, and I can't wait to display everything that you guys have sent for years. Once we move into the new studio here, probably going into the first week in December. Now things are pushing back a little bit. Uh, let's get right to the verse of the day, folks, because um as as I pointed out in the beginning of the show during the cold open with that video is that this country's become something very different than it was when you and I grew up and we don't really seem to have a lot of care for each other as long as there's you know what I mean oh you voted for Trump I hope you die oh you voted for for Biden you must be a uh, you know a, a, a thief or a, a, a you know a sympathizer of pedophilia or something like that you know what I mean I get it I get there's a lot of political tension, and it's really worked its way and wormed its way into all of our lives where it's not supposed to, but it has. But it doesn't mean that we have to be so rude and nasty over and over again just to tear somebody down. You know what I mean? Having opinions on people's politics when you're in the re- in the realm of politics is one thing, but doing what people have done to this guy is not right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I titled this morning's newsletter, Meditate on the Good Things in Your Life. Meditate on the good things in your life and the verse of the day today is going to come from Philippians 5 or excuse me Philippians 4 5 through 7 The Lord is near do not be anxious about anything But in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to God and the peace of God Which transcends all understanding and will guard your hearts and And your minds in Christ Jesus there is so much more good both in the world and in our personal lives that it really outweighs the bad like 10 to 1 why is it so hard for us to see that why do we focus on the little bit of bad that we see every day well it's the same reason that bad news sells on fake news media outlets and media TV stations People are drawn to sin. People are drawn to death and destruction. Have you ever heard when people say it's like a train wor- it's like a train wreck I just couldn't look away. That unfortunately is the human race in 2021. However, if we can train our minds, our bodies and our souls through the help of the Holy Spirit to be drawn to what is good, wondrous and beautiful. By meditating on all of the good that God has given us, we can start to live anxiety and worry-free and block those fears from dragging us down. Fear is a liar, ladies and gentlemen. As Zach Williams, one of my favorite uh, Christian music, sings, fear is a liar. The devil is a liar. So let's all stand up together, all of us, today, every day, and remember All of that and share the good news with all who will listen in Jesus name. Amen. And I really want you to think about that folks. I really don't want you to just listen to my verses of the day. I want you to really apply the verses to your life because that's the one good thing about the living Bible is it's always applicable to what is going on in your life. And if you really stop and think about it, if you really meditate on the good in your life and you think about the fact that you are alive, that you can feel, that you can touch, that you can see, you can smell if you're not sick, you can hear, you can breathe the beautiful air that God has created for you. You get to see the birds, the trees, the mountains, the puppies, the kittens. You get to go to work. You get to have a family. You might not have a husband or a wife, but you get to be alive to experience things that other people... Are taken way too early and never experienced, you know, like all of the aborted babies that the Democrats are trying to kill Constantly and have no remorse over it We need Christ in our lives now more than ever So I ask you and invite you to please join in with me out loud from your lips to God's ears And let's all join in and say the Lord's Prayer together. Let's lift up one thunderous voice of gratitude And love to God for all of His grace and all of His mercy, ladies and gentlemen. Because without that, we're nothing. We are nothing. So please join with me. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, every single day I want to thank you all so very much for allowing me to actually say the Lord's Prayer and to give a verse of the day or read from Jesus Calling. I know not everybody that watches this show is a Christian. I know not everybody watches this show has faith. But I, I, I respect you for respecting us enough to do that and still continue to watch the show. We're going to take a break right here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. And when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about the very corrupt, very, very corrupt FBI and what they've done in this last week. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Thank you. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to let you know that what's uh, what's going on with my family. Just for the live viewers that are watching on on uh, Real America's, I mean on on social media today, uh, there will yes only be one show today, and I'm very sorry for that. I was really hoping uh, that this week would be a week that I could uh, make sure that I fulfill Friday two shows, uh, but so much has been going on lately outside of sickness, and then of course. The sickness comes back. And I got to tell you, it's bad in my in my house right now uh, to the point where, um, you know, they even called out school for a week uh, at my kid's Christian school. Because not only my kids ha- have it, but teachers have it. People have COVID. Who knows? Maybe even my family has COVID. I don't know. Long story short, we got to keep them away from everybody. And we got to keep them uh, continuing with fluid and rest. And, uh, and, uh, and by the grace of God, I still have not gotten anything. I'm not even so much as a sniffle. So uh, <laughs> it seems like my... My, uh, you know, obligations in all of this is to be Mr. Mom of the family. So, um, I don't listen to pastors. I decipher the words of God. Myself says bad moon. God bless you. That's a, that's the way to do it is to rely on the Holy Spirit to decipher the words of God for yourself. Definitely. It's nice to listen to pastors direct you in certain ways. I can tell you that. Uh, but to be able to really understand the word of God, got to do it yourself. um, Kalia says, I'm praying your family gets better. God bless you. Thank you for that very much. Um, looks like we got a, do- a donation already. What? I didn't even see that come in. Sorry, folks. I don't always see them come in. Oh, Jen, God bless you. She says for some comfort for your food and uh, for your sick family. Um, God bless you. You know what? Um, yeah, I, I just don't. There's no, I, I, I say thank you and I say I'm sorry apparently uh, too much. So get ivermectin for your family, Jeremy. I actually got some. I actually got some, so thank you very much. Um, Jeremy, could you please give a shout-out to my mama, Carolyn Ratliff? Sure can. Hi, Carolyn, from Jeremy Harrell, right here on Live from America. God bless you. Thank you. I always thought your son's name was Ratcliffe, and I figured out why. Dni and Ratcliffe, former Dni and Ratcliffe when he worked for the Trump administration. The one that's finally uh, come out and told us that John Durham's going to uh, lead to much more uh, indictments uh, and, and higher Profile named. That's why I always called him Ratcliffe. So uh, he he was wondering, he's like, why do you always say my name wrong? And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess it isn't the way I've been saying it. Um, S. Wernick says, I appreciate my pastor and my women's Bible study leader well and and uh, and you know what we just got a new pastor not too, not too new he's been there a few months now in our church and i gotta say it's very hard to switch from one pastor who you're so close with and and that you're so grounded with to a new pastor and then to entrust them and them to entrust you it's a it's a it's like uh getting a new family member in your home, but it's been really good ever since, and I'm so very uh, uh lucky to have our new pastor in our church. I'm glad you got some Evermectin, says Carla Reynolds, praying for your family. Thank you so much. Also, if Kara from Rival Design is watching, I need to get a hold of you, Kara. Probably do it over the weekend. We need to talk about those I Did That Biden stickers. I got to order a bunch from you just so you know. So reach out to me, send me an email, and we'll talk about it later later today. Uh, Jeremy needs to sing me happy birthday. I've waited all year, says Kimmy. Kimmy, is it your birthday? All right, well, while we're on a little commercial break here, happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear kimmy happy birthday to you god bless you and add to the ton of birthdays that are apparently going on today thank you very much everyone needs to hear a sermon um sorry went too fast that's one thing about rumble that i'm hopefully helping to get fixed brad barton's show said all supreme court justices Arrested, except Thomas. Hope that's true. That is not true. Um, at least I keep seeing that a lot. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, but there's really never any real proof to back it up. There's just it's it's kind of like the uh, conservative beaver from Cal- from uh, Canada, ladies and gentlemen. They're constantly putting out stuff that isn't true but looks real true. And I would I would dispute that, but uh, I didn't watch the show. I just think that uh, if that was really going on, the people that even I know. Um, In the inner circles of, of media with the Epic Times and Gateway Pundit and Real America's Voice News, they would have known that. But again, I'm just saying I doubt it. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying I highly doubt it. Okay, let's get back to it. Thanks for sticking around here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America, and I am Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot. And by the way, we not only have the best audience in the world, we have the best family. In the world because this audience is much more than than an audience they're definitely a family and I have never seen a group of people stand up for and work for each other to lean on each other when they need somebody than this family in this life from america audience so i want to give a big shout out to every single one of them and if you're not part of that family go to jeremyherald.com spend some time there sign up for the newsletter and you'll become a family member here on life from america let's get to the first and foremost section of today why not start out with the corrupt fbi ladies and gentlemen the fbi the federal bureau of investigations here in the united states of america today needs a complete and massive. Overhaul. I'm talking from the ground up, from the top down, from the left to right and right to left, ladies and gentlemen. It needs a cleansing. It needs a cleansing more than the inner cities that are run by the swamp donkey communist Democrats today. They may be the most corrupt organization in the deep swamp today. And I'm not just saying that because they've done some things that I don't like. I'm truly saying that because they may truly be the most corrupt organization in federal government today, and they're proving it left and right, and it's... Especially this week with what they've done with uh, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas, the FBI once held to such a high esteem in this country, ladies and gentlemen. Such a high to high esteem in this country, It has now taken on a complete life of its own. It has grown into its own entity, and it has its own political agendas. It is no longer there to be the 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 the, the best. Um, law enforcement agency in the world they are not there no longer to do that they're not there no longer to work for the people of the United States they have literally let this organization grow and grow and grow into it. and it's been happening for decades ladies and gentlemen let's just be honest it's been happening for decades but thank God for President Trump because if it wasn't for President Trump a lot of us wouldn't have known what we all feared for so long but now we know it And now we know what to look for. And that's why we can't be fooled by rhinos anymore. And that's why we know Democrats' next step before they even do. And that used to be the opposite way around. Democrats used to understand what our step was going to be because we were so predictable because all they had to do was play the race card or the bigot card and, and, and Republicans shut up. But that is no longer. And so because that is no longer, you have the FBI and the DOJ and the, and the Democrats, the communists of this country, now labeling you a terrorist because you don't like government. You're anti-government. Guess what America was born bred and raised to be anti big government and that's exactly what we are right now when a government agency gets too big to control when it becomes self sufficient when it becomes its own entity with its own political agendas it is too big and needs to be completely overhauled wiped out from the top down or from the bottom up folks and right now ladies and gentlemen what they did this week I left off the show last night talking about some good news, which was that a, uh, a judge ruled that the federal judge ruled that the Department of Justice had to immediately stop extracting information from James O'Keefe's cell phone, which they illegally obtained, by the way, illegally confiscated, violating James O'Keefe's First Amendment right as a reporter, only so they could base in, If you want to know the truth, so they could find out exactly what Project Veritas was up to next, because he has delivered too big of a blow for them he almost he 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 delivered such a big blow to new jersey that uh phil murphy almost couldn't cheat enough to win he delivered such a big blow that we, we he was a very big part of glenn um glenn youngkin winning in virginia he's delivered such a big blow to the big pharma big uh pfizer That uh, the government can't just take it anymore. They just can't sit sit back and take James O'Keefe using his First Amendment right to be an actual journalist to expose everything that they're doing. So they illegally broke into his house. They illegally handcuffed him. They illegally confiscated his phone. So much to where the uh, federal judge, by the way, who was a journalist himself, said, whoa, 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 what's going on? Put a kibosh to that right Now, so last night, the good news was that he ordered the DOJ to stop extracting information. However, in that good news, what I reported to you also last night, that it was probably too late. That it was probably too late. They probably got everything they need out of that cell phone and that it's probably too late. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, I was correct. And I don't know where we're going to see some accountability here. I don't know how we're going to see actually somebody face the music and face the consequences for the laws that were broken or for the violation of the order from the judge but the FBI not the DOJ the FBI have taken leaked I mean have taken documents that they, that's been extracted off of the phone of James O'Keefe and they have leaked them documents to the New York Times to the corrupt dirty the new york it's times fake. is probably the biggest fake news outlet out there but it's also one of the most powerful fake news outlets for the communist party the documents that were leaked are very very bad ladies and gentlemen let me read to you apparently what the what the fbi gave to the new york times because they gave them a list a complete list private list of james o'keefe's top donors to Project Veritas. That is a private list. And I would imagine that those top donors are probably some pretty high-named people. It does not say who they are. It does not say what they represent or where they work, but it does say. Some of his top donors so you know how expensive it is to run an organization look how expensive it is to run live from america and that's peanuts compared to project veritas so i would imagine that top donors represent millions of dollars if not at least hundreds of thousands of dollars that's exactly what they wanted they wanted to know much like they wanted cancel culture sponsors of people like tucker carlson and sean hannity and dan bongino and many many others Right? They want to discredit, they want to cancel culture, they want to get rid of them so that you, they can't get paid anymore. It's the same thing that the FBI just did here. The FBI used fake news, lamestream media, immoral uh, practices to break law and then to find out the information they needed to in order to take down Project Veritas. It's not going to work, by the way. Project Veritas will win this in the end. They will win this in the end, and Project Veritas is already suing the New York Times. So I can't wait to see what they do um, with, with this that just happened so not only did they um did they leak all of the top donors but they also leaked documents about the uh some of the biggest stories that project veritas is working on and that's what i feared last night that's what i thought about last night and i said wow what are they going to do now who are you going to hold accountable how are you going to hold the fbi and the doj accountable For what they've done, I can understand that you can hold the New York Times accountable. And in a normal world, in real America, in the America that our founding fathers set forth for us, you'd also be able to hold the FBI and the DOJ accountable. But once again, when a government agency has taken a life of its own and it's become so big that that regular American law does not apply to what they do, that's when you know tyranny has become law, so rebellion becomes duty. Just like on those shirts on, on my website. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion comes becomes duty. And that's where we are. So I don't know what the next step is with the FBI and the DOJ other than the GNP sweeping over in 2022 and when President Trump gets back in there, whether it be from decertification, whether it be from Mike Lindell's uh, lawsuit with the Supreme Court, or whether it be re-election in 2024, it's the only way that I know of at this point to get rid of these uh, corrupt agencies because they're too big. They're just too big, and that's the problem. That's what we fought to get away from in 1776, but that's unfortunately where we are in 2021. So, the FBI is a joke, we know you're a joke, the country knows you're a joke, you don't scare us, the DOJ doesn't scare us, the NSA and the Department of Homeland Security doesn't scare us, it's run by nothing but a bunch of illegitimate, unqualified, weak, spineless, feckless cowards who wouldn't say the things that they say on camera or behind a keyboard to your face on the streets of America because they know that the power resides with we the people and the power resides with small business and the heart and the grit and the determination of americans so your time is limited your time is running out and the corruption that you have brought to these once sacred agencies is only going to last for so long so my advice to you enjoy it while you can but moving on to some good news before we take a uh, break ladies and gentlemen president trump Got a win from a federal court of appeals yesterday where they temporarily blocked the release of President Trump's January 6th records. And this, ladies and gentlemen, at least is this is until um, that there, there can be a hearing set so there can be arguments, so that there can be discussion back and forth, so that people can uh, put forth some evidence as to why they want to break executive privilege. But this, ev- this hearing is set to be uh, held on November 30th. And the court granted President Trump's request to block 46 records, 46 records to be handed over from the National Archives to stretch-face Armstrong, punch-drunk Nancy Pelosi, and her woke band of losers, which is probably why, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday I was able to report to you that Mike Pence and his team is willing to help the January 6th Unselect Committee. Think about it. Think about it. This big blow comes to the uh, the January 6th commission that a federal judge says, well, you can't just you can't just have these executive uh, that you can't just violate executive privilege and have these documents handed over by the National Archive. But then right around the same time we hear Mike Pence says well I'm willing to work with the January 6th commission. Why? Because they know they can't violate executive privilege. They know that they can't just do everything that they want to do and there are going to be some people who want to continue to still hold them accountable. So what do they do? Well, I guess there's more one ways. There's more than one way to skin a cat. So they reach out to trader Mike Pence. And of course ladies and gentlemen trader mike pence is all too happy to help them i want to say god bless to donnie c he just donated 500 watching on rumble he just donated 500 to further the advancements of life from america and i want to say thank you very much for that god bless you donnie i have an I have, I have a great time talking with you on telegram and i just appreciate your uh appreciate your kindness okay but ladies and gentlemen that is probably why what we heard yesterday about mike pence uh, is why we heard it was because this was this happened so we're going to follow the story we're going to keep up on it my guess would be if i had to make a guess is that they're not going to allow and this is all said and done they're not going to allow any any of these uh archived documents to be released to the January 6th commission, because executive privilege does exist. And if we go down this road, I think that once president Trump comes back or whoever decides to lead the GNP into the new, uh, into this new, uh, decade, um, I have a, I have a feeling they'll go back and they'll bring up everything they can on George W. Bush, everything they can on Barack Hussein Obama, everything they can on bill rapist Clinton and everything they can on George H.W. Bush as well. And we can go ahead and we can start putting all those people in prison, except for George H.W. Bush, because uh, he's no longer with us. Anyway, folks, we're going to take a break here on Real America's Voice News Live from America. I know I'm fired up today. i got a lot to go through. i got a lot on my mind. I'm a little irritated, and I'm a little upset with the way this country's going. But either way, I guess I'll have some coffee during the break and try to calm down. We'll be right back right after this. Jeremy, your show is special because you put God first, says Becky. I, I, I agree. I agree. I don't think it's ever been done before for a news station or a news show. Uh, I also wouldn't consider myself a journalist either. i just consider myself somebody who invests their time and works at uncovering stories, has a lot of connections, talks to a lot of people, and makes sure that those stories are right and brings it to the people. I'm almost like a professional gossiper, uh, but with the truth. <laughs> um, President Trump should file an immediate cease and desist against Pence or any of his staff from testifying that is actually something that I've been heard being kicked around, and I think President Trump will do that. So, again, I'll keep, I'll keep you guys updated on the progress of that story. Um, can you please pray for my family? My 35-year-old sister is on life support, and we don't know if she will live. Oh, no. We'll, oh, man. That's way worse than any problem that I'm having. I'm so very sorry, and I definitely will keep you in, in my prayers, and I, and I hope that the Life from America family also continues to pray. Uh, for you as well that's that's very sad and again once you if you think that your problems are bad, there's somebody out there who's got it much worse. Medical bills are so much for them she can't work. Oh man. oh no I'm so sorry to hear that. that just made my heart sink to my stomach. Well ladies and gentlemen if there's anybody out there um, who wants to uh, help and if you do donate please donate in her name so I know that the money can uh, go to her um, right now okay. Thank you very much. Wow, that's very sad. I'm so sorry to hear that. Slurp for God, Jeremy. Well, let's go ahead and slurp for God. Let's do that. Oh, I want to do something real quick here. We're going to have uh, Garrett Saldano come in very soon, so I wanted to make sure that we are ready for his visit because uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about Michigan here in a little bit. So, um, All right, let's get back to it. Welcome back to Live from America, right here from the Live Free or Die State. I am Jeremy Harrell. Thanks for sticking around with us on this beautiful Friday. And uh, happy Veterans Day week and week end. And to all of you out there who served in the military or have family members who served in the military, um, I, we salute you. We thank you for the, the, um, the ability to have the freedom to do what I'm doing right now because uh, there's nowhere else to run once America goes. And this is probably one of the last places on earth we can do what I'm doing right now without being arrested or murdered like Seth Rich. The Democrats know that all too well. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, tell you about news coming out of New Jersey today. Um, gubernatorial candidate Jack um will concede his race for governor today. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we have weak, feckless, coward Republicans. And here's where we are today. So uh, Jack Ciattarelli will no longer fight for his um, for his race for the seat of governor in the state of New Jersey. His lawyer was a weak, woke, feckless coward. Um, it's 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 all too common to see so many people in the Republican Party just put their tail between their legs and run. This guy has a clear. Um, he has a clear path to a recount and he has a clear path to a forensic audit if he would just push for it especially especially with all the fraud that we uncovered with the people not being able to press the right thing on the machines to press the right vote on the machines with the guy that was in the uh, the election office with the video that Project Veritas released where he wasn't even an American citizen they still knew he was an American citizen and gave him the uh, the ballot and of course the infamous 100% of uh, what was it Bergen County that was in all night and then all of a sudden switched to 85% but you know can't have any Republicans who fight. Oh, God God forbid that. God forbid we have a Republican out there who actually wants to do something for America. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and... We're going to give Jack Chiatterelli and his campaign a dum-dum award. And that's going right in the rhino bucket. Because at least fight. At least fight for what you know you won. You know what I mean? I am so sick and tired. And where do we come up with these people? Where do we find these people? What, do we just go dumpster diving? Is that what we do? Do we hang around at the reject party of the Democrat National Committee and just pick up whatever they don't want, put an R in front of their name, slap a suit on them, and put them in a seat? Like, what in the H-E double hockey sticks is actually going on here? Can we get somebody that has a backbone? Can we get somebody that has a little bit of courage, ladies and gentlemen, for crying out loud? Well, I'm going to bring somebody in right now who I think has quite a bit of courage. And uh, he goes by the name of Dr. Garrett Saldano he's in the great state of Michigan so why don't we go ahead and bring in Dr. Garrett Saldano right now Garrett are you with us can you hear me my friend
2: yes I can can you hear me Jeremy
0: yes I can thanks for joining in this is what your third or fourth time here on live from America but I had to bring you in because there's a lot going on in the um, in the state of Michigan right now I think Michigan is going to be a, uh, a state that's talked about quite a bit in the next uh, few months not only with what you're doing there but with President Trump is back in candidates there I think President Trump's Trump has his eyes uh, his scope set on uh, on Michigan because I think he's rhino hunting right now um, why don't you give the uh, give the audience an update on what's going on in Michigan with you where you are in your fight and uh, uh, how much people are starting to take notice. Well,
2: I tell you what, um, We The People's campaign, We The People's run for governor is just going crazy right now with momentum. I mean, everywhere that we're speaking, it's it's full, it's standing room only, it's packed out the building. And that's just our movement right now, Jeremy. This is a passionate, it's engaged, people are excited, and that's what we're going to bring to the table. And you're right, President Trump is watching the state of Michigan because it's a battleground state. That is going to be my job as the leader of this movement is continue to inspire more to come and join our movement. And we're we're this is the exciting part, Jeremy's we're starting to get the middle now. Everywhere that we're going, more and more Democrats who love this country, who love this flag, that are leaving their party, they're joining our movement. And they're saying, you know, I've never voted for a Republican before, but I'm voting for you. I've never donated to a campaign, but I'm donating to yours. These are teachers, union workers. Just God fearing people that love this country and want what's best. And they do not like the clown show that's going on, not only in the state of Michigan, but throughout the entire country
0: no I, I I agree man and I'm watching you of course I've been watching you since the first time you came on the show and what I've noticed about you and and I think was a big slap in the face to the GOP there who's trying to push another Rhino candidate I believe in my mind now you do have other good candidates running there too I know Ryan Kelly he's running he's great I I know Tudor Dixon I know she's running she's great I, I, I gravitate towards you more just because I've really really uh, liked what your your plan is for Michigan I liked I like your uh, your chances I, I you and I are, have become you know, pretty good friends over this time, uh, this period of time. And I and, uh, you know, everybody has their their uh, their option there in Michigan. There's, there's no short of options. But what I thought was a slap in the face to the Republican Party was your donations, your the, the amount of your small donations and then the, the total amount that came in. I was shocked. Uh, tell the audience a little bit about what's going on with your donations and where they're all coming from.
2: Yeah, you know about this evil game. If you're not fundraising, you're dead in water. And we were able to out fundraise every other grassroots candidate combined. And we came in with $1.1 million, over $1.1 million in six months. And 90% of that came from within the state of Michigan. And 97.2% were under the of $200. Wow. And that's what's so humbling, Jeremy. Like, it's amazing. People are giving up their their gym memberships. They're they're giving their overtime this campaign. We just came back from a fundraiser, a grassroots fundraiser, where a woman came up to me and she's like, "I have no money, but I've been collecting cans for you, and that's how I'm able to become a monthly member." Are you 100%,
0: serious? One hundred percent, man.
2: And that is. I people have to understand I wear those stories like and with bricks in my backpack of responsibility because this is people's hard-earned money and I come from very humble beginnings and I know where that money means to those folks and that's why I will truly represent them always be an expression of them and we're gonna hold the line um, after we win to win back our country in 2024
0: you know the same thing happened not to take the the focus off you for a minute what you're doing there but the same thing happens with me you know that my my audience members they they understand that this this show is completely viewer funded i will not be paid by a corporation i will not work for another news organization um part of real america's voice news but as a partnership they don't uh they don't pay me my audience pays me my audience is my boss because i wanted to run this show like a like a like a public servant i wanted the people that watch me to basically be my boss i wanted to work for them and and, and that's what public service should be and that is what i like about you so much to be honest with you garrett looking at you you know between you know in a camera eye to eye the reason i like you so much is because of that you understand that you're going to ultimately be working for those people so what those people that you know everybody's Feeling a crunch right now, you know what I mean. We're we're facing losing our jobs. We're facing, you know, uh, inflation, paying you know thirty five percent more for heat, thirty five percent, fifty percent more or, or, or higher for gas. It's hard for regular people to come out of their pocket to give anybody anything. But when they do, you have to honor that. You have to honor that more than you know anything else in, in your life that's going on because those people are who you are be are working for. I, I assume you, I assume you would agree with that.
2: I 100%, that's why I'm a statesman. And that is one thing that we must demand from every public servant from here on out, is to do just that, is to represent the people. Just give us the truth, give us transparency, tell us why you're making these decisions. And I think that's what all of us want. And that's what we're going to bring to the table. Just like you run your show up as a business, I'm going to run this state like a business. We're all business owners, and it's not rocket science, folks. It's really just common sense. And what we've had in uh, in the past in the state of Michigan is this is just as much as a Republican party a uh, Republican par- uh, problem, excuse me, than a Democrat problem is the overspending. You know, I hate when I hear politicians say I'm going to balance the budget. That's not a budget. That's people's livelihood. You know, that's what one thing that I'm going to do in the state of Michigan is we're going to inspire business revolution. And how are we going to do that? Well, we have to make Michigan a freedom state, number one. We have to inspire people to come back here and let them know that it's gonna be okay and it's gonna be safe for them to open up their business without a threat of a lockdown or the health department bringing down hammer um, on the next cold and flu season. We're gonna cut the budget every single year. I've been out on my platforms talking about that. We're gonna cut regulations. Holy cow, Jeremy, have we learned a valuable lesson over the past year and a half. How we do not want government in our everyday lives. And so that is what I'm gonna to bring to the table. We are gonna cut government out of our, our lives and we are just gonna to continue to build something special. And I'm telling all of your listeners, you know, this is bigger than the state of Michigan. It's time to get off the sidelines. It's time to come from the stands. And you have to be financially committed to the candidates that you want to back. You have to put skin in the game now because that's one thing we do not want is the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result.
0: Well, and that's what the left is so afraid of. They're afraid that that everyday Americans are finally uh, putting skin in the game. And when Americans put skin in the game, look what it, look what parents were able to do in Virginia, back down the DOJ. When parents and people put skin in the game, it's over with for the for the evil, corrupt people that continue to think that they can have power and money and 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 uh, you know just any kind of power over the American people, and it's not right. Look, let's go to uh, forensic audits real quick. I know we've talked about this before. I know where you stand on it. I know where you stand on CRT. I know where you stand on, on limited government. It's all the same place I stand, but we really need to get into this forensic audit stuff dude because let's face it man that is where that's where that's where all of these problems stem from it just is that's it we cannot forget this as much as as much as if you win the governor's seat as much as all of that other stuff is important we need to root out this cancer and president trump it looks like when he's you know got his rhinoscope set on uh, on on michigan um, and I'm going to be talking about this after you uh, go off the show today. But it looks like uh, President Trump has through his, his, his endorsement behind Matt Maddock there. Uh, Matt, Matt Maddock, who's who also wants um, to a, a full forensic audit of the state. And he's endorsed for, for House Speaker. Um, talk a little bit uh, about how you want to see a forensic audit done and, 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 and what you'll do as governor in 2022 if, you, if God directs you to, uh, to win that seat.
2: Yeah, there's a couple things going on right now in the state of Michigan. Number one, our legislature has some great bills that's going to fix our election processes, but all Governor Whitmer does is veto them. And this is a bipartisan issue. And so that's what we're dealing with right now. There is a citizen's petition to do a full forensic audit, and I support it 100%. They have to collect, I think, 500,000 signatures in six months. Um, Once that's done, it's going to get caught up in the court system, just like the uh, petition that we um, did last year when we took away the governor's powers but unfortunately i don't think it's going to be done by the 2022 election no no
0: not done by the 2022 election i don't think it's going to be either but it's still it's still better late than never when it comes to this kind of important thing right so when is that deadline for that 500,000 signatures when is that
2: i think it's six months from now i think it's already started so they have to collect those signatures but here's what i like about it is we're really going to see what legislatures are on our side because they're going to vote on it and it's veto proof and so that's when we can weed out the rhinos in lansing if you're not for a full friends to God you got to go because this is a bipartisan issue. i agree most, it's our election integrity this is and everybody has to understand on both sides of the aisle that your vote matters and that's one thing i do not like to hear is people like well i'm not going to vote because it's not going to count and that's a scary thing and so what i'm going to bring to the table why i feel that i'm the man for the job is i'm going to not only hold governor whitmer accountable on the debate stage but we are going to dominate the general election because she has lost the middle, just like in Virginia. Virginia wasn't a battleground state. That was a blue state that turned red. Michigan is a battleground state, and she lost the middle when she hammered down on our restaurants and kids last year, when they took, she took away their experiences, their opportunities and dreams, not because of science and data, but because of polling data and political science, and so we will hold her accountable and that's why i tell everybody you must get out to vote you must get engaged with this campaign because this election cannot be close we have to dominate the general and i feel in my heart and soul that we're going to do just that jeremy
0: I think so too man and I got to say man just keep about you your voters in Michigan I know you know them better than I do but judging but what from what I see on my show their biggest issues obviously their economy is 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 right up there but everybody wants November 3rd 2020 looked at dealt with and the people that were did something bad if it turns up that there was dealt with, too. So I think as long as you continue to stay that close to the people and what they want, especially at, on that, I think you're going down the right road. But I know you got a thousand other issues as a governor that you'll have to deal with uh, as well. Um, but I have full faith that you'll that you'll continue to do the right thing, and I can't wait to see what happens. Um, uh, Garrett, please uh, let people know. I already have your website up on the uh, on the lower thirds of the screen, but please let people know where they can go and how they can help you out, at least right now, what you're dealing with right now that you need immediate help with.
2: We are in nonstop fundraising mode, we have to continue to make statements because I'm proud to announce that we've had a commercial right now throughout the state of Michigan on Fox News. 30 times a week during primetime our first commercial we're the first candidate on first campaign to get a commercial on TV and so what needs to happen is continued fundraising and people have to get their skin in the game and this is more than just a Michigan issue folks. This is a country issue now. We must win Michigan so we can hold the line to 2024. So even if you're out of the state of Michigan, you can be a part of this movement and help us make Michigan great again and then hold the line for 2024 um, when we get our country back.
0: So just go to GarrettForMichigan.com, and that's where you can get engaged with us, sign up for our emails, and that's how we're going to hammer down, folks. And even help you out on the beat, right? Get people out on the, uh, out on the street as well in Michigan. Word of mouth, boots on the ground. Our grassroots army continues to expand and grow, and it is exciting to have this much engagement a year out already. All right. uh, God bless you, Garrett. Thank you so very much for coming on on late notice. We'll keep up with what you're doing there, and we'll have you back on uh, shortly to give us an update, okay?
2: Appreciate you, sir. God bless you guys.
0: God bless you too, my friend. See you later.
2: Bye-bye.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, Garrett Saldano, gubernatorial candidate for the state of Michigan. Now, look, I know that there's a lot of people out there who do shows, who do news shows that uh, that don't stand behind one candidate or another, but that's not me. You know what I mean? I've talked to all of them. I know all of them. I've talked to Ryan Kelly. I'll have him back on the show again as well. I know Tudor Dixon as well. All of them would be better than Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Um, and there's a lot more uh, other people who are just like Garrett, just like you, just like me, running in other states like Georgia, uh, like New Hampshire, like Arizona, and many other places, and And that's what we got to do, folks. we got to put the people that you would invite over to your house and sit down with and have common sense discussions with. Those are the people that we need to get into office, and we need to get rid of these people that are continuously trying to destroy this country. Let's take another break here on Real America's Voice News, and we'll be back with more right after this. Thank you very much. Um, Folks, I lost track completely. I literally lost track of all of the donations that came in. I can't even seem to count how much came in. I don't know if any came in to help anybody with medical bills or anything like that. So if anybody could do me that quick favor while I'm gearing up for the next segment to at least let me know how much um, has... Has come in to help others rather than just to help life from America. I would appreciate that very much. I know you can click on it and see, uh, but I don't have the uh, the time to do, to do that all right now. And I want to be able to announce it by the end of the show. All I know is that you guys are completely, uh, very very generous. Um, I see. I see somebody talking about something. Ronald's talking about something. I didn't get to see what he was talking about, so I apologize. Gavin Newsom extended the hoaxed 19, state of emergency for the third time. God help California. And we knew that was going to happen. We knew that was going to happen, folks. Definitely knew that he was going to double down on people and uh, punish people for the recall. Because you've seen how mad he was even yesterday when he made his appearance after two weeks. He brought up the recall right away. Battling recalls. I need to spend time with my wife. Um, yeah, prayers for California. Uh, for humor, Jeremy should get Democrats on the show to demonstrate extreme differences. I've actually tried. I've actually tried to get Democrats on the show. They won't come on. Um, not anybody who's actually going to make a difference in government. I could get people behind the keyboard to come on all day long, but it wouldn't make for good news, and it wouldn't wouldn't really do anything other than have a, a back and forth of ideals. But to try to get somebody like an AOC... Or somebody like that, and I think that's going to be my mission. Once we get the new studio, that's going to be my mission going into 2022. Is to bring on more Democrats to have real constructive commun- uh, communication dialogue between the two. Um, that will be my goal going into 2022. 2022 with the new studio. Um, so I heard somebody say during the when I was talking to uh, to Garrett that President Biden called a um, cabinet meeting without Kamala Harris. That must be something that just came in because I had not seen that today. So thank you for that. I'll look into that right after the show. All right. Let's get right back to it. Welcome back to Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell from the Live Free or Die State. Look, we just had Garrett Saldano on. And before uh, I forget, I want to talk about what President Trump did. President Trump did uh, come out, and he's got his his eyes set on Michigan. He's got his rhino hunting scope set on Michigan, and he did ladies and gentlemen, endorse Matt Maddock as Michigan's next Speaker of the House. And uh, uh, Matt Maddock is definitely an America first candidate, and he's somebody that's pushing for the full forensic audit in the state of Michigan. We know that Michigan was a very corrupt state. And look, folks, I know that there's a lot of other states. People message me all the time. They're like, why aren't you focusing on our state just because it's not a swing state? It's not that I'm not focusing on all the states of America. It's that right now, these swing states that were stolen in 2020 are the same swing states that they're going to try to steal in 2022. The other states that aren't swing states have a lot less of a probability of the Democrats being able to cheat or even wanting to cheat there. So we. And the reason why I focus so heavily on Arizona, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, Georgia, Pennsylvania is because those are the states that they were able to steal in 2020 and they're the states that they're going to try to steal again. So we got to make sure that we root out the cancer and then set new laws in those states for that not to happen because those swing states are that important when it comes to the elections. Not that your state that you live in isn't important. Not that you're not important. I know a lot of people say why do you always talk about these swing states but it's 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 much more than that you know what i mean there's there's so much more going on that we got to make sure that we really hamper down on these states that they're going to try to steal again so big shout out to president trump for endorsing matt matic there in michigan they need a new speaker of the house there they need somebody who is going to continue to fight for what is right And again, we cannot move forward completely. Even though we have a blueprint of what happened in Virginia, it still doesn't matter. We can't go into elections thinking, how are we going to overcome the fraud? We need to go into elections saying, how are we going to get more people to vote for us? Okay, and that's what the Republican Party needs to continue to focus on. Let's also highlight um, another uh, winner, not Chia Torelli. Let's actually highlight another winner in, um, in the state of New Jersey, and that's Ed Durr. And the funny thing about Ed Durr, ladies and gentlemen, is he gave a uh, interview to Tucker Carlson last night. And uh, he talked about how he won on just spending very, very little money. It goes to show you, folks, that you don't need to dump millions of dollars into a campaign to win. All you got to have is the right message and have that message resonate with the voters. That's it. And have feet on the ground, boots on the ground. Well, this guy, Ed Durr, he won. He took over, he took over that Senate seat from that swamp donkey Democrat. And uh, he did it with... With ease, pretty much. But what I like about this guy is he 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 talked to Tucker last night about how he had a phone call, uh, basically a concession phone call with with the uh, the uh, the Democrat senator, and Tucker said, "Was he a gentleman? Was he a gentleman in in conceding the race to you?" And Ed said, "Yeah, he actually was a gentleman." And he said, uh, "And did you any you know anything?" come up from that conversation that you'd like to talk about. And he said, well, I just told him that, you know, I am now his state senator. And if there's anything that he needs in the future, he's more than welcome to reach out to me because I am now uh, one of his representatives. And uh, they had a laugh at that. But the good thing about that, ladies and gentlemen, that going all the way back to the cold open of the show, is this. There was a gentlemanly conversation between a loser and a winner. There wasn't fighting and calling each other names on social media. There was a loser and a winner. And the loser congratulated the winner. There was no cheating going on on that level. There's only there's, Cheating's going on much higher levels. And that is what a, ra- a race is supposed to be. Hard fought. Say tough things about each other during the campaign. Whoever wins, wins. Whoever loses, backs off. We should not be going into campaigns going, how are we going to overcome the steal? That's what we need to focus on, folks. That's what we need to focus on. Uh, let's take one more quick break here on Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to come back. I want to read some uh, statements that President Trump made about how we move forward and how we continue to collapse this House of Cards from the Democrats. We'll be right back with the last segment right after this. Nolan Wallace, his voice in New York accent just seems like someone. Um, Alexa, who is the best president ever? <laughs> I didn't say President Trump. I doubt it. If you can't afford to pay the hospital, call a social worker at the hospital, and they will give them uh, the medical, which is different name in different states. Make the government help you. Um, I'm assuming that's some advice for some for people that are um, not being able to afford the medical bills. Uh, but trust me, I know. I know these medical bills today, and, and insurance is a joke. Insurance is a joke today. It really is. I've heard a lot of people saying that their insurance is let telling them that they will no longer cover them. If they don't get the vaccine and and I, I, I got to tell you folks I see it coming for utilities next. Oh, you're no longer allowed to get uh, oil or gas delivered uh, heating oil or or, or, or uh, propane delivered to your house because uh, one of our drivers might catch COVID outside your house Oh, you can't get mail because the post office workers might touch your mailbox and get COVID if you're not vaccinated. Jeremy, Doc, who wanted to punch anti-vaxxers, died from the booster shot. Yes, I was actually going to talk about that today, but it didn't make it into the show. But yeah, the doctor who was who was um, talking bad about anti-vaxxers and saying how he wanted to punch them dies two weeks after he took his jab. So... This is happening more and more. We're starting to see it with athletes. We're starting to see it with that gentleman we cold opened with today. And that's why I said, anybody who's lining up to get their kids stuck with this, you got to think about what you're doing here, you guys. I know that the, the news tells you you should be scared and that your kids are going to die or they're going to make grandma die. But use some common sense here, folks. And at least if you're, if you're pro-vaccine, at least give this vaccine the time. Okay, let it have the time in the trials, okay, so you can make the best informed decision. Don't just run out there and say, oh, I gotta get little Bobby and little Susie jabbed. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. All right, let's come back real quick. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, live from America. Look, we don't have a lot of time left, so I just want to read real quick what President Trump said in his uh, his recent statements. He said, the Democrat Party is a house of cards ready to come tumbling down. And he says, on the coming red wave, this is what he says. He says, I stand before you this evening to say that if we do our jobs and if we stick together then exactly one year from today we are going to see a massive red wave sweep across this country and we are going to be celebrating the election of the largest house republican majority in american history he says what we saw last week was just a beginning in virginia new jersey seattle and very importantly ohio with the election of mike carey to congress last week joe biden and nancy pelosi and the entire radical democrat party are headed for a political meltdown of unprecedented proportions. If Republicans can stick together, we can beat them in deep blue cities and states. And we can beat them anywhere. But we must stay unified. If we are united, we will end Nancy Pelosi's political career once and for all. And he said on the future of the Republican Party to save our country, the Republican Party must be the party that fights fiercely for the economic interests of the American worker the party that speaks boldly for social interests of American families, and the party that stands proudly for the cultural values of God-fearing American patriots. We're going to go ahead and cue those drums. The Smarty Award here on Live from America, November 12, 2021. goes to President Trump because you know what? Somewhere along the lines, he has had his moment with Jesus. He is now walking with God. You can tell because he's not shy about talking about God, even outside of an election season. That is how you know that he has now got a relationship with the one and only Savior of the world. Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for watching Live from America today. God bless you. I appreciate your viewership. I appreciate your donations. I appreciate your love and your honor and your respect and your loyalty to the show. I want to tell you that if you do go to MyPillow.com right now, put in that promo code LFA. Mike Lindell not only has a whole bunch of holiday specials, but he has a ton of overstock deals right now as well where you're going to get 75% off of the overstock From this year. So make sure you check out the overstock section. Press LFA. Get that big discount. Also go to PatriotFoods.com. We're going to have them on next week. To talk about their new brick and mortar uh, stores. Also promo code LFA. Thank you guys very much. God bless you. And next Friday we have Javon Hutton Pulitzer on. So get your questions ready. We'll see you later on. See you next week. Have a great weekend with your families. I'm going to go tend to mine.